Welcome to episode 6 of the Fan Awesome Podcast. I am your host today, Javon, I'm, and I'm here with my co-host. Javier Gordon, and man, we are back again with episode 6 right now, and when I kicked off with Champions League review, man, the semifinals were heated. It was so heated. For me, the best game was probably Real Madrid versus, you know, of course, Manchester City. Probably. Probably that shouldn't even be a question, it is, bro. It, it is the best game. It is the best game. Okay. And like, okay, let's start off with that game first. Man, what a game. Before but before uh, we get to it, just before mm, we get to it, Liverpool mm. and Villarreal did have a great game. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, 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 they did. I can't deny that. Yeah. Unai stated, um, said in a statement before that game that Liverpool were going to suffer. And for the first half, they did suffer. Um, mm-hmm. Villarreal stopped Liverpool from playing for on the front foot, but Jurgen Klopp is probably one of the best problem solvers in world football right now. At halftime, he put on Diaz, and that, yeah, subsequ- that substitution changed the game. So Liverpool was two one down going into halftime, and at the start of the second half, Diaz mm-hmm. scored. Well, Fabinho scored first. Fabinho scored, yeah. Uh-huh. Diaz scored. Second goal. Yeah, and then they wrapped it up. Um, Amani finished it off. Amani finished it off. One, yeah. My man, my man's money is, is balling right now. But yeah. that was a crazy game in the second half. But the damage was yeah. done. I'd say the damage was done in the first leg. Everyone expected Liverpool to go through. And they were waiting oh. on either Madrid and City in the Champions League final, which brings us to the Real Madrid game. Oh. Oh boy, I'm telling you, that game was like, that the, game was something else, man. The, the, know, like, like, imagine Madrid got Kamavinga for like, how much, like 35 million? I, I think 25 million, somewhere there about. 25 million? Boy, that's like, that's one of the best signings for a player at age right now. He changed he is, the entire game. He's young too. Yeah, he's he's 19, only 19. 19 bro, right? 19. All right? For those who don't watch this game, we're going to say a moment of silence for you guys because this was a game and a half. You know that phrase that yeah. I always say. Honestly, honestly I thought Man City was going to pull it over the line. But man, I, th- I mean, it's Man City. In the 90th the minute, they had a 99 point. No, they had a, in the 90th minute, City had a 99% chance of qualifying. True, true. On the 90th minute, Rodrigo, the beautiful Brazilian boy, Rodrigo, scored Mm -hmm. on the 90th minute. But it was Mm -hmm. fine because City was still going through on aggregate. But on the 91st minute, in extra time, Rodrigo scored another goal. You know what's funny? He actually told his dad before the game that he's going to score a hat-trick. Bro, what? What? I mean, he's playing. I mean, he he, he could have scored a hat trick. He, um, Benzema asked him if he wanted to take the penalty for his hat trick in extra time, but Benzema said, uh, but Rodrigo said no. You're the best player in the world this season. You're the best player in the world right now. And he and Benzema took a beautiful penalty. But I wanted to unpack some things because mm-hmm. when we compared this debacle to PSG's debacle against real, said Real Madrid. They just said uh, against the same Real Madrid team. How, what do you think it is? 
do you think it's the same? It's on the same level as the PSG's debacle, or do you think Manchester City, because of how the football gods just smiled on Real Madrid and say, because there's no way how to how do you? We almost never see a team score two goals mm-hmm. to take a not a, a, a game and a knockout competition to extra time and then win it in extra time on a penalty. So, okay. do you think? Manchester. My, I guess my question is: Do you think Manchester City should come under the same criticism as PSG for the debacle? Uh, what do you What do you think? They should. I mean, Man City has spent at least over a billion dollars trying to win the Champions League, and same with Paris Saint Germain, and they cannot pull it over the line. Real Madrid, on the other hand, they have spent significantly less, and they have an aging midfield. Exactly. And look at it again. Uh, my city manager, Pep, uh, he has been at Bayern Munich, semi-finals at Bayern Munich, and he, he keep getting knocked out each time by the same Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. So, coming to Manchester City, Manchester City and he's, he's still doing the same thing again. I, I do understand. I mean, he spent so much money at both clubs and he just cannot, cannot reach the finals right now. I mean, he reached finals last year but against Chelsea, but Ugh, come on, man. You should have won that final still, but what? They didn't have a striker to finish the chances. No, no, no. Chelsea didn't have a striker either. Last year's um issue with City was, for some reason, Pep didn't play a natural CDM. No Rodrigo, no, Fernand- no Fernandinho. Well, he played he Gundogan. Play he... he did play Kai Havertz at false nine, though. Yeah, but, but Kai Havertz for Chelsea is not an out-and-out striker. He, he's a C, he's a... Attacking midfielder in or a false nine. He used players like that. Pardon? In Tokyo's system, he used players, players yeah, like that. But the issue, but the issue is, it wasn't what Tuchel did. Because Tuchel was always going to play that format. Mm-hmm. The issue was with Pep. He did not play a CDM. And if you saw the the way Mount passed that ball. Boy, yeah, I saw. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A CDM would have covered that space or at least directed someone to step in that position to cover that space. So, mm-hmm. and he, again, let's say you didn't, let's say you, let's say even if you didn't play a CDM, right? And Chelsea scored that goal. Chelsea scored early enough where City could have came back. But mm-hmm. the main issue I think was, not starting a CDM and playing Gundogan that deep. Remember, Gundogan was City's top scorer last season from coming from the middle of the park. You played him in a CD central defensive midfield position, which took away from his qualities of last season. So Pep kind of shot himself in the leg on that one. But going back to this game and this debacle, I think they should come under the, the, the same amount of criticism as PSG because... They, how do you not close out a game? You have a whole 90 minutes to close the game. They could have went through on a draw. They didn't even have to score, just keep a clean sheet. Mare scored in the 73rd minute. So you have, what, 13 minutes? 17 minutes, yeah, 17 minutes to close out the game? Mm -hmm. I mean, I understand it's Real Madrid and it's never die, but come on. I was expecting better. Come on, man. I mean, Madrid is the, the best team in the competition and they have the mentality to that. Like, they have no, no, no. 
the oh, most yes. decorative team in the competition. They're not the best team in the competition. I the same team. They're the best team in the competition. No, no. Liverpool is a better team than Real Madrid right now. It's, think about it. They're overall a better team right now. Imagine, imagine Liverpool is in so many competitions right now. They, mm-hmm. can, they have the potential to win four trophies. What if they don't win any? They already got the, they already got the Carabao Cup. <laughs> don't make these Liverpool fans cry, please. Don't don't jinx them like that. Yeah, as you as see, like, you know, Man City and they had the chance to, 95% chance to go to the final. 99? <laughs> it's even worse than 95. Like, I'm looking at ESPN um, percentage percentage of um, if you ever still lift the trophy this mm-hmm. year, the Champions League trophy. Liverpool and Man City was 42. Mm-hmm. Madrid was 10. Villarreal was 6. Mm-hmm. Look at the final right now. The team has had 10%. The team had 42%. Yeah, so it it, it, it goes a long way because when it comes down to knockout competitions, you have to factor in um, the belief factor in these players. Once these players believe and are willing to go and put through, it doesn't matter if you are, you're the most talented team. Once you have that belief yeah. in your quality and your coach knows what they're doing, sky's the limit. Yeah. Sky's the limit because I've said multiple times, Real Madrid should not be this far in the in in the Champions League. It's just amazing what they're doing, and we'll see what happens when the final comes. Switching gears to the Europa League, to Europe, to Europa League. Man, I'm sad, bro. I wanted West Ham to go through. I was hoping Michael Antonio, Gerard Bowen. Thomas Suchek, Declan Rice would, you know, would show up, would show up, mm-hmm. go to Frankfurt, and put out some real quality, but it was just a game too too far for him. Frank, we saw I track Frankfurt winning 1 0, which brings the aggregate court score to 3 1, and they will be facing Rangers in the final. What did I tell you? What mm-hmm. did, I, did I not tell you that mm-hmm. RB likes it going to Ibrox? Would not necessarily win this game. And you mm. have me on recording from last week. Did I mm. not tell you going to Rangers was not going to be an easy feat? Yeah. What Honestly, happened? As me, as a person who loves Scotland, I support Scotland national team. I mean, I players as well. And seeing a team like Rangers going to the European finals right now, uh, they couldn't do it under Gerard, Stephen Gerard, as he left the final right now, European League final. And this is a good thing for Scottish football, to be honest. And you I mean the flowers of Scotland? Here I mean, go, I was happy that final, final either way, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, Ryan Kane, Glenn Carama, Scott Wright, Ryan Jack, Aaron Ramsey, that Rangers as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, honestly, I they can win the final. I hope they do. It'll be good for Scot- Scottish football. And you know, Scotland's playing their, their international games next month, so, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Range, but I'm not writing out Eintracht Frankfurt because they are a really good side still, regardless, and mm-hmm. that's gonna be a, a, a final to watch. Definitely. Um Rangers won three one on the night, winning three two on aggregate. Um that was a brilliant game. I'm yeah. looking forward to this Europa League final. I hope Rangers Rangers win it. It would be one of their biggest cup cup 
cup wins in in, in, in a in while. In a long term, yeah. In, in a long term, so yeah, when uh, Steven Gerrard was there, that's the mm-hmm. that's like the first time in like ten years they won the league title. Mm-hmm. Celtic have been dominating that league ever since. And that Celtic Rangers rival, we rival, we go way back. It's very intense yeah. as well. So yeah, hats off to Antioch Frankfurt. Congratulations, the Rangers, for reaching to the Europa League final. And uh, good luck to both both teams. Moving over to the Europa Conference League. Jose, Jose, Jose uh, Mourinho reaching. Jose. Reaching, emotional when reaching. Man. This man was crying, bro. He's <laughs> crying, yeah. Congratulations to yeah. Tammy. I hope oh, and Jose for Mourinho. About Tammy, Tammy Abraham, by the way. For Italian fans to chant your name and celebrate you, that is amazing. Mm-hmm. If you know how Italy, Italy are to players like that. Mm-hmm. In his better. first season, bro, bro, it's like it's, it's it's so mesmerizing that they're giving him so much praise and they're loving him. I mean, boy, it, it's 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 really it's really nice. Yeah, really and who nice. and, and and Jose Mourinho, mm-hmm. man, you know, about- you know what's gonna come next if he wins this title, right? You win every every European competition, yeah, every European competition. Yeah, he's the best. Crazy. Yeah. He's the special one. Mm-hmm. Well, and this, this, and if he wins, this should be a big statement on Spurs because they sacked him before a final as well. You know what his quotes are? If you win the semi final, you deserve to play play the final. Yeah, in brackets. That's that if you that's if you're not sacked, that's why. That's why. <laughs> yeah. So, boy, he was even waiting. That, yeah, even that, you know, as an Arsenal supporter. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we have some Arsenal loanies on each side, you know, Maitland Niles and Nils- and Reese Nelson are, you know, on either side. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I hope the either one is coming home with a European medal. Yep, mm. yep, yep. We'll see them face Feyenoord. Um Marseille, it was a nil nil draw in Mars in Feyenoord. In Marseille, I think they played in Marseille. Um mm-hmm. This game was kind of underwhelming. I was expecting Marseille to turn up the, to crack up the heat, as yeah. because they have the because they have a history of doing so. They won the Champions League already. I was just expecting more, mm-hmm. but hats off the fan or so we'll see. Hopefully, we'll see you, Joseph Mourinho, winning his first Europa Conference League title. Let's um, see. Not no disrespect to fan or, but uh, we will see. Good luck, good luck, Jose. Switching gears to the Premier League, boy, oh boy, a lot of drama has been happening in these final games of the Premier League. Where to start? Do we start with Chelsea? Do we start with United? Or do we start with the title race? I love to start with United. (laughs) No, we're gonna start with the title race. Um, Title race. (laughs) Big, the huge, big, 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 massive game in the title race this weekend. Saw Spurs taking on Liverpool, where they're playing at Anfield. Hyunming Son, Aldo, man, the build up play, the finish. This was a really good game. 
Yep. He want that bowling boot as he's, well. He's I'm chasing Salah. He's chasing Salah. Mm. This was a brilliant game. End to end. Spurs played defensive, but with Antonio, with Antonio Conte as your manager, I mean, yeah. what do you expect? This is, this is his game play. No, um, that, that was so salty after the game, mm. saying how he, he was playing. But like, he forgot to mention that he did a similar thing against Real Madrid in a UCL final. So man, he, yeah, when when, when he played man. against Dortmund, when he was um Dortmund, when he was at yeah. Dortmund, man, I'm not even gonna go down that road. It's not worth exploring down that road because we hear these I things from managers all the time when they at lose. Least, at least his rival Pep said, you know, congrats to Real Madrid, you played really good. Got to the final one too. Uh, yeah, and and they moved on. But dissecting yeah. this game a little, I thought this was a brilliant game. Kulisevsky, Kulisevsky yeah. had a... Mm. When Tottenham wanted to break and relieve pressure, they just ping the ball to Kulisevsky and he'd make that 20, 30-yard run. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, he yeah. will always bring runners with him because you will see run Son running in behind, Kane running in behind. Mm. Kane had a brilliant game as well. Brilliant. Has been really good as well. He fantastic, fantastic. Holding the ball and passing off who he, who needs to get the ball. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's relieving pressure. Um, Luis Diaz, the arguably the signing of the season, even mm-hmm. though he signed in January, he took a shot yes, which man. deflected. Um, Pastor Risa winning the goal. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you if you don't buy a ticket, you can't win. So that that he yeah. took a shot. Deflected. Best January signing, Luis Diaz. I'm telling yeah. you right now, Sorry. Having watched this game, this game could have either could have went either way. I thought that Tottenham created had the more clear cut chances, and in the end, Hoiberg, Hoiberg, Hoiberg. I can't pronounce it properly. Hoiberg. Yeah. Um, yeah. instead of whipping the ball back across the box, he could have just went for the near post. Um, yeah. We will see. We will see where Spurs end up in hopes of the title race, but this draw took um, Liverpool to the top of the table only for only overnight, as they went level on points in Manchester City, who yeah. played the following day. The following day, we saw Manchester City picking on Newcastle. They, this Newcastle. was not the Newcastle I was expecting. They, they got blown out of the park. They buttered them. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Yeah, I was not this. I was expecting that uh, at least if City was gonna win, I was expecting a, a one nil draw. But ah, for City to pitch up, um, for City to turn up after that demoralizing loss to yeah. Real Madrid and beat Newcastle five nil was I was not expecting that. Sterling had a great game. Grealish had a good game. Jesus missed miss a couple chances. Roger really? Foden had a good had a great game. Foden had a good game when he came on. But this was a brilliant players. professional performance by Manchester City. Mm. Across the park in Manchester. You know that meme with the dog or the place is burning <laughs> down? And it's like, I'm going to be fine. It's all going to be fine. <laughs> oh, boy. Boy. I'm going to have you take this one. I can't. I give up on Manchester United, bro. Man United, I... You can't blame Harry Maguire this time because he didn't even start. He was on the bench. Harry Maguire! You feel me? He was on the bench this time, man. I mean... Boy, I mean... 
kudos to Graham Potter. He's just one of the. He's a really good manager. A general that. He, he, I, I thought he, Graham Potter was gonna take over at Leeds. He would have been yeah, brilliant to take he, over at Leeds. Yeah, for real. But they got the, the Yank. I mean, Jesse Jesse Marsh. Jesse Marsh, right? Mm-hmm. Jesse Marsh, right? <laughs> yeah. Jesse Marsh. And I mean. I don't know what's up with. I mean, United is is just, bro. It's just so hard to watch them. I can't even put two tools together and how bad they are. They're just bad. You put two or two together, bad. you get the four that they bro. lost by. Ronaldo when he saw the fourth goal score, the man was literally laughing. Like the man was in disbelief. Like bro, you don't know what anymore, bro. These players are already gone on holiday. Have already gone on holiday. Yeah. They look like a bunch that does that just does not want to play anymore. Yeah. They look yeah, like a bunch of players. There's like you know, they're you just know showing the, up because they have to. Uh, you know the funny thing as well. I remember before the league even started, Man United fans were saying, "Yo, Luke Shaw, Aaron Masaka, Varane, Luke Shaw, Luke Shaw." Uh, yes, Luke Shaw. They said Luke Shaw. They said score if you can. Exactly. Everyone can. Everyone can. And you're saying, <laughs> and you're saying, bro, they're saying, yo. But Benjamin, Brighton put four I... past them. Brighton put four past them. Brighton has not won against a top a top six team the entire season. This is Manchester United's worst um, finish to a Premier League season in the Premier League history and worst goal difference. Out of nine seasons, they have finished Arsenal about uh, only three times. And Arsenal is somehow bad. Well, and Arsenal, and Arsenal yeah. went through a period of reconstruction, of rebuilding. Exactly. But like, not even that. I remember, like, transfer when they said Benjamin White cost so much, and he's who him? Who him? Right, does he have as much clean sheets as Benjamin White right now? Right now, yeah, the, right now, the best defender they have is Eric Bay that they don't I'm, even use. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I am telling you, he is. And I, I look here if I have like five Champions League trophy, okay, but he's not playing good right now. Who? All right. Huh? Who? Varane? Varane, yeah. Right now, Varane, Varane looks like. I remember last summer everyone was saying Varane was nothing without Sergio Ramos. He looks like nothing mm. without. And from yeah. the evidence of this season, it's looking to be true. Mm. Right now, yeah. Manchester United needs a whole reconstruction. No, forget no. the players. Forget. Players forget manager, forget players. Yeah, forget players. Hold on, wait a minute. Forget players, forget manager, forget managers. Mm -hmm. This club needs a rebuild at the hierarchy level because there's Mm -hmm. been reports that the players that the manager wants, someone else in boardroom level is pointing towards someone different because there's been reports that they wanted the, the, the board blocked the signing of Luis Diaz. The board uh, blocked what? the board. Um, when I think it when Jose was there, they yeah. want he wanted Van Dyke, but uh-huh. they signed. But the board said no. Get Linda laughing said instead. Why Linda laugh? What? I, I believe the one. Uh, I believe the one is uh, Kamavinga as well. Yes, and the board blocked it. Then again, name? then again, what's the sense these players go to go there when they didn't have a good coach? Mm. Apart from Josie, of course, when they didn't yeah. have a good coach. Because I don't care what any United fan tells me, Solskjaer was not a top-class coach. Solskjaer was not going to win you the league, the true. Champions League. That's, that's true. And to be honest, under Ole, they could have scored games. The only problem was 
They could have scored in games. The only problem was defending, to be honest. I mean, they could have scored goals that games. Yeah, yeah. The only problem was just defending. Yeah. But no, they can't do either of those. I don't. I don't know what what what, what Ragnick, Ralph Ragnick has done. But I do. Bro, I, I don't even know. And imagine this man. Somehow, you see my finger movement right now. They can't see my finger movement, but he somehow taught Klopp and Tuchel. This, this, this I mean, has I, been I, bad. He, he managed a lot of teams, and I respect him as a uh, sporting veteran yeah. as well. But I probably just Man United is just a problem. It must be that. But he, I know he's going to Austria to take up management. Yes, yeah, so. to, to take up the the national yeah, team. But like I said, I think this club needs a restructure at the board at boardroom level. Um, yeah. I think. It should mm. be all about actually there needs to be a focus or a focal point on the pitch or for on the pitch football. Yeah. Get the club back to the one of the best clubs in the world because they're not one of the best clubs in the world anymore. They're one yeah. of the biggest. You hear Manchester United, you think of the history, but not currently. So as you're saying that, I'm sorry, as you're saying that like the women team lost today four two as well. Them dead. <laughs> Bro, they're just getting battered left, right, and center. So, Manchester United, we will discuss this more at our end of season review of each of the top six clubs. Yeah. Um, let's see what happens between now and the end of the season. I don't think much is gonna happen, but it can't get worse, right? I, I, I really don't know. I just know that like Arsenal will be facing Spurs Thursday, so that's gonna decide. Who's gonna get top four? Yeah, who's gonna finish top four? That's gonna be a huge match. Mathematically, um, mathematically, uh, either team is gonna finish fourth or fifth. Arsenal cannot go six or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Chelsea, Chelsea drew two two with um the Wolves on Saturday. Yeah, Lukaku scored a penalty, and his second goal was a brilliant goal. Not gonna lie, not gonna lie. Lukaku scored two goals. This weekend, but Chelsea has been horrible defensively for the past three weeks. Ever since we got knocked out of the Champions League. I'm sorry, ever since Chelsea got knocked out of the Champions League against mm-hmm. Real Madrid, they've been horrible defensively. These players look jaded. Um, players look like they've already gone on vacation, which I find sure. is crazy because they have an FA Cup final with versus Liverpool this Saturday. And we have a game, big, to me, a big game against Leeds because we need to solid, yeah. solidify top four. And then move mm-hmm. on. Um, it's getting embarrassing now from uh, the Chelsea perspective because of the way they're closing out games and the way they're playing these last games exactly. at the end there's of the three season. Three games left now. That's three games left in the season. Yeah, so we'll see if there's a response against Leeds if we're if they're defensively better. And we'll move on. We'll just have to keep moving. City. City, I don't know what to say. Um, Manchester City only have one title to play for. That's the league. That's the league. They're they're three points clear. Um, With the same amount of games played, they have a better goal difference than Liverpool because they won 5-0 today. They have to Mm. go to Wolves. They have to to play Wolves. And they have to play West Ham, which are two very tricky games. And they go to Aston Villa the last game of the season. So, Mm. I think just slightly... I think just slightly that City are favorites to wrap up the league. 
um, because they do have that goal difference and the points. However, if there was a potential slip-up, it would be either at Wolves or West Ham. The last two mm, games, really, because uh, if Aston Villa show up in top form, they could at least draw against Liverpool. Uh, I'm sorry, they could at least draw against City, but it's highly unlikely, so I, I think City's going to wrap up mm. the league. <laughs> I think the quadruple dream is over. Ah, we, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, yeah, we'll definitely see. Transition into La Liga. That race is done, so in La Liga, the only thing we have to look forward for is the top four race. And Atletico Madrid solidified top. You can say they solidified top four because they put them five or six, five or six points clear of Real Betis with a win over with a win today over Real Madrid. Yeah. Um, Yannick Carrasco scoring a penalty in the first half, which basically solidified solidified the match. Angelotti played his C team effectively. Yeah, he Angelotti played his C team. Yeah, they're they're way ahead of Real Betis. Um, Atletico mm-hmm. Madrid on sixty four point, Real Betis on fifty eight. So, okay. um, Atletico are comfortably in fourth position. As are Barcelona comfortably in second position, where they won yesterday over over. I'm sorry, Barcelona won yesterday over Real Betis. And they want to one, so they come sitting comfortably in second. Everyone expects Sevilla to finish third, and that pretty much I don't see anything changing between now and the end of the season in La Liga. So congratulations, Real Madrid, and we'll see how next season goes for the top three, for the three big boys in the league, and we'll see how the title race goes. But there's one thing I would want to say. Unless I expect next season that Diego Simeone needs to step up. <laughs> no, no, no. He spent too much money to have this team struggling to finish top four. Because it was a struggle um, for, the, for the past couple of games. For the, Ever since January, it was a struggle. I expect a bigger challenge for the, a better challenge for the a Liga title and a better challenge for the for the Champions League, but we'll get more into that in our end of season review. Mm. Transition into the Serie A the Serie A title race. Man, two games left. Title race hot. Title race hot. Whatever Inter can do, AC can do better. Whatever Inter can do. AC Milan has Atalanta next. Oh. That's gonna be a game. That will be a wicked game, yes. On Friday, on Friday, Inter Milan won 4-2 in 4-2 in Milan against Empoli. Mm-hmm. Goals from Latour Martinez was our own goal from Simeon Romanoli and Alexis Sanchez. Um, if you watch that game, you know that Latoro Martinez was very pa- passionate about this game. 
But the match that was more keeping that closer, the match I was keeping that closer eye was the AC Milan Hellas Verona game. And after about after the first half, it turned into the Sandro Tonali show and the Rafael Leo show. Rafael, when he did score, he was balling. Mm-hmm. He was mm-hmm. balling. San- Sandro Tonali scored two goals, and Alessandro Florenzi scoring the last one, which takes AC Milan back to the top of the table. And they're ahead by two. They're leading the table by two points. They're on eighty. Uh-huh. They're on eighty points. Inter Milan is on seventy-eight. Rounding off the top four, you have Napoli and Juventus. Napoli on seventy-three points and. Juventus on 69. Moving into our teams of the week. Javier, I'll have you handle our teams of the week. Oh, teams of the week. Some good teams are playing in the week, man. I'm telling you, these teams are like one of the best of the best in their respective leagues. And we'll kick it off first with Real Madrid. They won the league in the Champions League finals right now. And boy, they're one of the best teams around right now. Second place, we have Liverpool. Of course, Liverpool. They're in so many competitions right now. Still competing. Still competing. They're in the Champions League final. They're still trying to win the Premier League. And boy, they're they're pushing on. They're pushing on. In third place, we have Spurs. And as an Arsenal fan, Spurs. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Gotta give it to him. That draw against Liverpool put them there. That that draw against Liverpool, who are also in the team of the week, or team of the week, was a, you know, was a good draw. I mean, not everybody can go to Anfield and get a result like that. You understand? And they got a result. I'm sorry. Do you know they have not, they're the only team this season that have not lost against Manchester City or Liverpool? Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Interesting. Fun fact. Totally, totally. And fourth, we have AC Milan. And of course, AC Milan, two games two games left in the Syria. And AC Milan want to win the you know the Syria title. Scudetto. Yeah, since they haven't they haven't won in the last eleven years or so. That's that's a really long time. <laughs> really long time. Yep. And, you know, in fifth place, we have their rival in the same stadium, Inter Milan, who, who I mean, who also won the title as well. They're at least, what, two points away. They're two points behind. Right now. So, I mean, boy, those are the teams to watch out for the week, and they're the best teams around right now. Yep, those are the best teams running off um, world football in the final whistles teams of the week. Uh, just some, Just to honorable mention, um, Bayern, they wrapped up the league and PSG. Only because they wrapped up the league, Bayern drew 2-2 today against Salzburg. No, I'm sorry. Stuttgart. Yeah, Stuttgart. Yeah, they draw 2-2 today with Stuttgart. And PSG drawing 2-2 today against Choice. So, those are wow. those teams are the teams, teams of the week. Yeah, but they, they wrapped up the league. They wrapped up, <laughs> they, both teams wrapped up the league. I guess they're the players are technically on holiday. So we can't expect I do the same thing. Get money to pay to play for free. I just mm-hmm. free of mind, no stress, you know. Transitioning to the final whistles player of the week. 
Drum roll, please. The final whistles player of the week starts at number one, Hyungmin Sun. He's been Complete balling baller. lately. Complete baller. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Completely balling. He has 20 goals this season and 19 assists. He wants that golden boot. He, he's going for it, Salah. He's on your tail. Next, we have Big Benz. Ballander contender. Yep. One of the best strikers around right now. Scored the penalty to take. Madrid to the final of the Champions mm-hmm. League. Totally deserve, deserve it. In third place, we have Rodrigo. Oh, Rodrigo. yes. That brace was beautiful. I believe he's about 19 years old. Yep. And remember, he scored the goal to take it to extra time in the Chelsea game as well. In the last oh, wow. minute of the game as well. So he yeah, did it yeah, back to back. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. We have Kamavinga up next. This man oh, starts... Wow. Every play, every goal in yeah. that game against City, he started Changed it. the entire game. Changed the entire game at 19 years old. Balling. Balling at 19. Next, we have Luis Diaz. Arguably the signing of the season. Getting one, he changed the reason why he's here. He changed the game um, coming on in the second half against Villarreal. And he... Scored the goal, which kept them in a title race. Or title race, because I think if they had lost that game, um, it would have been much. They would have about four points behind, and then the title would be wrapped up. The city. Yeah. Honorable mentions: We got Thibaut Courtois and Vinicius Junior. Hmm. Hmm. Quick hits: What to look out for? What to talk about? What should what you what should you expect? And first up in quick hits, we have Mikel Arteta signing a new contract. Yep, signing a new contract, and I believe he got a contract after he lost the three games in a row. Uh, the owners still see him as a good, I mean, a good manager for the future, of course. And he will be backed in the summer with the players that he wants. Do you contract see? Exploring on that, do you see Arteta as the one to take Liverpool? I'm sorry, Arsenal back to their former glory, challenging Liverpool um, and Manchester City, challenging yes, qualifying exactly. for the Champions League, challenging in the Champions League. Yes, I do. The reason why uh, he's still a young manager and knowing Arsenal uh, through the history, they hired Wenger when he was young as well, and. They're doing the same with Arteta. So Arteta will manage for a really long time. Same time learning, grooming the same players he has right now, adding to that, adding quality to that squad over the years now. And I mean, he says it in over and over. He wants to take Arsenal back to the former glory. And I mean, he's headed in the right direction right now, as you can see. He wants to get back in the Champions League football where Arsenal belongs. And He's doing his best with the team that he has right now. The youngest team in the league, uh, you know, Smith Rowe, Saka, Martinelli, Benjamin White, Ramsdale, quality signings that he have made, and he wants to put, he wants to add to that revolution this summer. So he wants to compete at the highest level as possible. So he's making his way towards that. Yeah. Well, let's see. That's after you. That's after you. And, um, Mikel Arteta, and let's see what the future holds. Chelsea 
have new owners in Ted Bowley and the <clears throat> Dodgers group. Um, they've promised to invest $2.2 billion in the club. That's over time. Um, as a Chelsea fan, and uh, I, I think I speak for all Chelsea fans out there, we just want to know if they're going to invest money in the club. They say they will, but we'll see how it goes. Um, there's been sta- statement coming out from the group and Ted himself that they want to turn Chelsea in a club where no one wants to play against them. Um, we'll see. First, we need to address a striker, but we're not getting into that, though. No. Let's see what the future holds. Uh, um, he was at the game at Stamford Bridge with the Quad Wolves. Ended up 2 2 draw again. Uh, but we, we, we'll see what the future holds in regards to that. Mbappe, is he going to Real Madrid? Is he uh, staying at PSG? You're, you, you, you were keeping an eye, eye on this deal, uh, on this transfer rumor? Reading, reading Romano, Fabrizio Romano, uh, tweets of what he has made. A lot of rumors have been going around about um, Mbappe that, you know, where he's going basically in the summer and what Romano is saying that Kylian Mbappe has not decided on his future yet and where he wants to go. His family and him are thinking about it. Nothing has been signed and agreed. Do you but think he's going to Madrid? Madrid has, uh, of course he will. Of course he will. But either way, Paris and Germain, they improved the proposal and that's why there's a lot more rumors going around right now. And I mean... Mbappe's camp, a Real Madrid camp, have you know they're going to start new contacts next week, to, you know make a final decision on what basically what he wants to do. Because boy, this this thing has been drawing him so long, and I mean, well, he need to get it over the line. I'm even hearing that Mbappe was considering renewing his contract at PSG because of the image rights issue. Real Madrid want fifty percent of his image rights, while Paris Saint Germain will let him keep hundred percent of it. And you know, of course, clubs want image rights. I mean, they want the money. A lot of money. A lot of money comes with that image rights. Yeah. So, well, new contacts will be with Madrid next week. So uh, let's see what's gonna happen. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on this and update you guys as we go along um, with that transfer rumor. Matches of the the final whistles matches of the week. Matches of the week coming up to pay attention to. Um, we're gonna. Most of the leagues have been wrapped up. Um, the games. Yeah. yeah. The games to look out for midweek are Liverpool, Aston Villa, City, Wolves, and Tottenham, Arsenal. These are the games to look out for for your game for your matches of the week, and we will update you as we go along. But then again, the season is coming to an end, so there's not much. Most of the other, like I said before, most of the other teams, most of the other leagues have been wrapped up. But going forward, um, we still have the title race in England. And in Italy to look out, to look out, to look forward to. But coming up, we have in Italy we have AC Milan taking on Atalanta. That's gonna be a cracker. That's definitely gonna be a cracker. And we have Inter taking on Calgary. Calgary. Inter should win that game straight forward. But like I like to say, the games are played for a reason. Final thoughts for the week, Javier. Boy, final thoughts. Man, the leagues are coming to an end. Teams have already won the league. La Liga, Bundesliga, but, you know, everybody watches the Premier League. That race is heating up. 
Going down to the wire. Watch, watch Syria right now. And, you know, best teams in history in Syria are coming back to their former glory into Milan, AC Milan. And I mean, it, it's nice to see this team coming back. We had the Champions League final soon, the European League final as well. And, I mean, the Conference League final too. Let's not forget about that. And I mean, these are some really good, good, good um games to end in season with football right now. And you know, I'm excited to watch them. I am yep. really excited to watch them. I see yep. the outcome. Yeah. Yep. You basically summed it up. Um, the Premier League and the Italian League are the two leagues to watch right now AC and Inter and then you have City versus Liverpool the top four race in England is not to be looked over because that's going to be hot yeah, that's true, that's as well that's right so yeah. so that's pretty much it from us please follow our Instagram and our Twitter at the final whistle uh, podcast on Instagram and the final whistle without the E at the 10 at the end on Twitter follow us if you have any questions, you can DM us. Thank you for your time today. I am your host, Javon, and I'm here with my co-host. Javier Gordon. Catch you guys on the flip. Later. <laughs>